Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Nico. So, so, so much nice to have you on the show. Thank you so very much for honoring the invite. It means a whole lot. Thank My you. My pleasure, man. So, um, before we get started, okay, I want to talk about the essence of this show. You know, the show is basically to invite beautiful guests, triumphant guests, guests who have triumph over one challenges or another in order to um, invite them to come talk to us about the issue and how they came out triumphantly because we believe that someone listening can have is actually or could be going through what the guests will bring on as passed through and came out of it triumphantly so this is just a fraction of how we want to change the world so let us begin within the next 20 minutes you have the stage to yourself. Let us begin with your story. Tell us your story. Tell us the challenges and how you came out of it triumphantly. So let's get started. Where do you want to start? I've been doing this for 26 years, brother. I've ha- I have challenges. I have challenges right now, and I had some 26, 26 years ago, and I'm sure I'm going to have some next year and the year after. So where guide me a bit as to where do you want to start with this? Okay. Um. How was it like 26 years? Is it 26 or 20 years ago? Yeah. Let's, close let's enough. Hear. Close enough. Okay. Close, okay. close enough. Okay, let's um, get started from there. You know, started when my dad left. When I was when I was 14, my dad left. I He basically, my parents got divorced and he just did his own thing within, Man, I would say within a year or so, I barely saw him. Like I, we saw, I saw him a handful of time by the time he died, and I was twenty nine. So, in about fifteen years, I think I saw him less than five times, and he basically disappeared. So, my mom got stuck raising me by herself. I have a younger sister. Within a year, I was dropping out of high school. I was already a drug addict. I was drinking. I was starting to sell drugs. I was looking at all the wrong role models. Let's just say that as men, we need role models. And if we don't have them in our lives, if there's not older men ready to teach us what it is to be a man, we're going to start looking for them. Mm-hmm. And what did I know at 14 years old, right? I didn't know anything about life. I thought I did, but I didn't know anything. So I started idolizing all the wrong people. And it led me on a, the wrong path for six or seven years until the day I, until the day somebody challenged me. My mother challenged me to say that, to ask me a simple question, are you happy? Because I left my mother's house. I was 17 years old. So from the, from 17 to 20, I lived by myself. And all I did really is to do drugs, party, sell drugs to support my habits. And that was basically my life. So one day she challenged me 
asking me if I was if I was happy. And that was the first time I really took a good look at what I was. And I was not a good person. I was definitely not a good man. I was selfish. I was a thief. I was a thug. I did not care about anything else outside of myself. And, you know, as men, we're supposed to be providers. We're supposed to be protectors. We're supposed to serve. We're supposed to help others. We're supposed to be selfless. And I'm not going to blame the fact that I did not have a father to teach me because it's not 100% his fault. I have the power to learn these things. And as the next, the last 20 years prove, I did learn these things. But yeah, this, you know, taking accountability is always the, the first step. Although nobody becomes accountable because everything goes well. You always take accountability for your actions when continuing to do the same thing is no longer an option. When you're hurting so bad that you cannot continue on the same path, you need to do something else. And that's what happened on that day. I had somebody to challenge me. I was ready to hear it. And that same day, I moved back with my mother. She offered me a place to stay saying that, you know, I I don't have, she, she couldn't pay for school she couldn't like i had to take a job i had to do something but that was the that was the communication to say you can come back you'll have a room you'll have a a roof over your head and that should give you the opportunity to do something and until that day I, i i had never considered going back to my mother's place i had never considered going back to school i had never considered stopping to do drugs i've never i had never those were all things that were completely out of the question until she challenged me and you know within a couple of years i i i literally dropped all of my friends i stopped doing drugs i stopped smoking i stopped drinking within a couple of years i had a high school diploma i had gone to college and i was starting a corporate job that's that's so good so the one who God used to transform you with your mom by asking you that simple question, are you happy? You know? I wouldn't say she transformed me. All she did is ask me a question that I was ready to hear. Who changed me is God. Because my mother and I don't have a good relationship to this day. And for some reason, she felt the need to simply ask without judging. So to me, it's God spoke through my mother. Yeah, if yeah, that makes God, sense to you, yeah, like it yeah. was just oh yeah, yeah. She just he just used her to mm. get to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, this this so okay. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How um did you get to know more about Christ? Are you have you received a new life from Christ Jesus? <laughs> that that is a massive step forward that is you're talking from the day that from that day yeah. it probably took 20 years took a long time like i've been spiritual for a good 12 years i was very big fan of buddhism for a long time i was into buddhism and then a couple of years ago, I discovered Christianity. Like, I've been baptized as a child, but it meant nothing, right? It was just yeah. something parents did with no thought behind it because my family is not 
religious whatsoever. Like I can count on one hand the amount of time I've been to church prior to about a year ago. So the transformation really took place about started to take place about yeah i would say four years ago four to three years ago i started reading about the bible i started taking interest in christianity because i had a buddy of mine that's a christian and he we just had long conversations about it i wasn't going to to church i wasn't heavily reading the bible but i got interested like i got something was I found it to be interesting, and I've been traveling the U.S. now with my girlfriend in an RV for about a year, and when I first started about 13, 14 months ago, my mentor is out of Virginia, and he's a Christian. He goes to church every Sunday. We went to church with him, and it kind of opened the door. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Like we, and every place that we've been, we've been, I think, to 19 different campsites through 23 different states over the past year and every time we go somewhere we try to find a church which we can attend every sunday and i got baptized i got rebaptized about six months ago in colorado and ever since i've been incorporating faith in my content more and more um you know, without going into too much details, because I still need to kind of comprehend this one, I haven't made sense of it yet. But yesterday in church, I had one of the best, I had one of the most profound experience of my life. Wow. It's, I just, the, the pastor was speaking and I just started crying. I just, I cried for 20 minutes and not, not uh, tears of, sadness tears of joys like yeah. something sure. something yeah. click inside my head and it's just i'll never see the world the same from yesterday like something changed in my head and yeah just talking about it i'm getting emotional it's um yeah something yeah. super powerful yesterday happened and this is yeah. what happens when your your heart is open like i've always had good instincts like for for the past 20 years, I've been listening to what I thought, what I called my instincts. But okay. I've come to realize over the past year that it was an instinct. It was just yeah. God. My yeah. heart is open. Oh, God's sure. been talking to me. And I was just yeah. exactly. The Holy Spirit was just talking to me. It's been talking to me for at least 20 years. Yeah. It's just that now I know what it is. But prior uh -huh. to it, I still listened. I never questioned it. But yeah. I didn't realize what it was. And now the more I learn, because now I. I read a lot on Christianity. Like I, we go to church every Sunday. We have a, uh, we have a how do you call it a um, a church group on Wednesday. We have Bible okay. study on Wednesday, and I read like just right now. I probably read in the past month and a half. I've read three books. Uh, I've read some C.S. Lewis, Lee Strobel, and now I'm in the middle of Tim Keller's The Reason for God, and I probably have another six other books that I'm going to read between Tim Keller and uh, C.S. Lewis over the, over the next couple of months. But yeah, I'm, I'm really getting more and more involved in trying to bridge the gap between mm. men and faith, because a lot of men have, they know something's missing in their lives. They just don't know what it is. And I'm not a preacher. I don't claim to be. And, mm. 
but I just want to bring like, you know, the masculine men like me that come from yeah. a messed up past that don't, that did not grow yeah. up yeah. in Christianity. The guys that sold drugs that got into a lot of fights yeah. That yeah. were not good people that were not aware of this. And now they're, they're growing up and they know something they've done a lot of work on themselves and now they're to a point they're like okay there there's something more than this there's no coincidence in this life something something in the background is kind of organizing things for me and i i haven't made sense of it so hopefully my the experiences that i'm going through right now and as i share them i can inspire men out there to say you know what maybe maybe i need to take a look and I need to take a look in, into this, into Christianity, and say maybe my answers are there. I am so, so happy that you felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know... Oh, I felt talk- God yesterday. Like, I, yesterday. I, I don't like to share about this because I'm not there yeah. yet. I need to make sense of it. But yesterday in prayers at church, I felt, I felt the touch of God. God literally yeah. touched the back of my head. I felt it. You I felt broke down. It. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I physically felt it, and I broke down when I felt it. It's it was amazing. It was one of the most beautiful moments of my life. You know, I really love this right now because <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I didn't <laughs> seriously because the Holy Spirit is so is so mighty that it doesn't condemn anybody. You know, that's why I'm so glad that you mentioned Christianity. And not you trying to talk about it from the standpoint of religion, because Nico may have tell the truth. Religion has done so much bad, so much harm to the world. I tell you. So there is a great Christian um, difference from Christianity and religion. Christianity yep, heard, is all, yeah, it's all about a relationship between a father and a student. But you see, religion mm-hmm. has done so much harm. So now there are some people who. The, what you went through, the kind of person you were before, they are still trapped in that kind of a personality or person. You get it? But they feel like, I am condemned. I've done so much bad. I'm not a good child. I don't think I can ever be redeemed. Now, just coming across this podcast and listening to someone who God has redeemed, it's definitely going to help them and change their life. So, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Now that you're 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 in Christ and you've got the new life, how does it feel to be so different? You know, looking at who you were before and who you are now. How does it feel to to be this new person? How how excited are you about it? Or what can you, what what more details can you give about how you're feeling? This your new person. You know the interesting part is this I've 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 been I've believed in God for a very long time. It, it, believing in God is no it's not something that's new for me but making sense of it is. Like I've always followed my heart and I believe that that's why you see a lot of pictures of Jesus Christ or drawing with his heart outside of his chest is because this to me is how he speaks to us through prayers and through our heart. This is how we communicate with God. And I've known this for a long time. I've been in touch with God for a long time. I've been praying 
for a long time. I've been thanking him every day and just telling him how grateful I am for all the bad that he brings in my life because without it, I wouldn't learn. But I'm also very grateful for all the beautiful things around me as well because I know there's no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And the thing is, is that over the past year, I've, I, I'm, I'm just getting more and more very deep communication. So I left, I left my corporate job last year, September last year. I quit everything, refinanced my house, took all the money out to start a business and just give me time to figure out how I could take the purpose that God has given me and make sense of it. This is what my last year has been about. And the more I just do the work, the more that I, the, the more I just do the work, the more my faith grows, the more my faith grows, the more in communication I am with God, the more in communication I am with God, the more I listen, the more my faith grows, the more I, I he puts people on my path to help me to help me not only understand what's going on for me, but how I can help others. Because at the end of the day, that's all I am. I'm just a soldier of God. I'm just somebody that's been given a task because of my, I have a messed up past. I've done a lot of bad, but at the same time, I'm capable of handling negativity on a daily basis. Like I, I get, you know, my content right now gets millions of views every month. So just today I probably had, three or four, five, six hundred comments on some of the, con the the content that I've created. And I deal with those. I answer those people. I talk to them. And a lot of those are not nice. Like a lot of those are extremely, extremely rude. I've been called every single name you can think of, yet I will still try to interact with those people. And I I truly believe that every single obstacle, trials and tribulations that I've been through was to prepare me for what I'm doing right now and what's coming. Because what I'm doing right now is nothing. What's coming is, give me another year. It's going to be something. It's going to be in, it's going to be insane what I'm going to be doing. And I'm not doing it because I want to. Yeah. Believe me, I could have kept my... I was a sales engineer, bro. I, I was offered... I was working on a job that could have paid me three to $400,000 a year. I did not need this. I could have simply stayed there and just live a life that the most people most people live and i would have been extremely extremely happy yeah. as in i i would have been okay but yeah, something told me to drop everything and start talking from the heart and now i'm not employable anymore i don't have a choice to run my own business because nobody's gonna hire me with the type of comments that i make every day the type of content that i create every day so you know this is not easy most people a lot of people call me lucky and I'm like, yeah, there's no luck here. I was told to do something. And unlike you, I listened. Not only did I listen, but I dropped everything in order to make it, a, make it a reality. Everybody has the power to do this. It's just a matter. Do you have the courage to do so? Do you have the courage to follow your faith? Do you have the courage to follow what you're being told to do? And clearly people, most people don't, but you know, I've always, Years ago, I read an article that was explaining that the number one regret of the dying was to live a life others expected of them and not the life they wanted to live, to not do what they were called to do. So not follow their purpose, not follow their heart. And I refuse to do that. As, as hard as my life is going to get and as hard as it is already, 
I will never stop following this because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Not because I want to, but because I have to. That's so great. Now I can see such a great knowledge from Nikur's statement. Oh, you're getting yep. so knowledgeable right now, I tell you. Because you mentioned something about purpose. And I tell you, it's so great. And now you are living a life that is pleasing God because you've discovered your purpose. He made you discover your purpose. Because mm -hmm. there is a difference between your job and your work. You know, you <laughs> quit your job. Yeah, yeah. You ended your job because you want to seek after your purpose, which is your work. You know, your, your job now, you, you mentioned on how you can be making $500,000 by year. That's something you're employed to do. But your work mm. now is what you were born to do. And exactly. disregarding, yeah, disregarding what anybody, anyone at all is going to be saying, those ash words. And I also noticed something from your words. On how you said the, the, the comments, most of them are always rude, but you take your time to reply them. Now, that's mm. the manifestation of God's love within your heart. And it's so good to realize that the love of God is dominating your heart because if it were to be someone without God's love, he or she is going to just outburst in and try to just create. You understand? So that mm. tells us, that tells me that the love of God is getting to dominate your heart. And now, to all of this, what I found out was you are born to do this, Nico. And I tell mm. you, this is just the beginning, like what you said. And I can assure you mm -hmm. that because you were born for this, no matter what anyone, anybody is saying, it doesn't matter to you because your satisfaction is not in what other people are saying, but in what God is saying. As long as what you're doing is pleasing God, then it's fine. It's so fine. It is so beautiful. You know, you know yesterday, yeah, yesterday yeah. I was reading Tim, Tim Keller and he said something. He was quoting a lady. I can't remember what her name is, but she was saying that anger is comes from love. Hate comes from evil and indifference. So it's normal that those comments, and the way I see it is that I look at those comments and often I'll be angered. I will look at those comments and they still affect me. But the fact that it angers me comes from love. Because if I did not care, those comments would not affect me. And indifference is the same as hate. If those comments did not matter to me, that would be the same thing as me hating those people. And you can insult me all you want in person and online. I'll never hate you. I will try to convince you that you're wrong. If I can't, you know, you can't argue with an idiot. You're never going to yeah. win that battle. You have to, yeah. you have to be able to recognize where your time is valuable, where your time can be spent, and where you shouldn't spend spend it. It's yeah. not my job to save everybody. I'm not God. I can only yeah. save. I can only help people that really want to be helped. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah. yesterday yeah. I realized that my anger that I sometimes feels towards the people in the comment that I received yeah. comes from a place of love. If I was indifferent. That would mean I actually hated those people because I wouldn't care. It tells us that those who are now in Christ are new creation. And all things have passed away. All things have become new. And I'm so, so happy for you. You know, it's mm. so good. I tell you, I tell you, let me tell you one thing. 
God is so much <laughs> God is so much in love with people who other people think these ones nah 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 they condemn they're so evil they're so bad they're so evil nah God is so much in love with people like that you know Apostle Paul in the Bible the Bible tells us now he was a dangerous guy he persecuted mm-hmm. Christians I tell you, even some Christians at some point when they saw him they were they were so scared this guy he, he doesn't have a good report and all of that yet when Ananias was telling the Lord that how do you expect me to go how do you want me to go pray for that that kind of a man he has done so much harm to Christians and God Jesus rebuked him no your viewing point that's not my viewing point this one I have called him for a particular purpose so you you are living in such a great life that is pleasing God and I'm going to encourage you that you keep at it you keep doing it because There's in a year way. from now it's going to be yeah it's going to be greater than this I tell you it's going to be greater than I, this I'm I don't so have sure a choice man I don't have a yeah, choice yeah yeah this, this yeah this is all no, I no, this so is beautiful. I'm happy I'm very grateful that my girlfriends on the understand what's going on that she she's right there with me and I I'll always, as hard as it is on her, as hard as it is on me, as hard as it is on our relationship, it's, I'll always be grateful that she understands. That's so good. You know, that's so good. That's so good. Thank God for you having an understanding girlfriend. That's so Mm -hmm. good. So, okay, Miko, to round up with, what would you like to say to anybody who used to be or who is struggling with one habit or another and he already condemns himself i don't think i can ever be redeemed i don't think anything good can come out of me what would you like to say to such person or people that's man that's hard because you know one thing i've learned with time is you will never change unless you're really hurting like pain and suffering are the greatest of teachers. If if you look at Christianity compared to every single other religion out there, if you look at the Bible compared to any other religious text out there, they ask you to embrace pain. Unlike you look at Buddhism, Buddhism tries to separate themselves from pain, tries to understand that it's not real, that it's only temporary. But yet Christianity asks you to embrace pain. Because pain will teach you things. We have the misunderstanding that the Bible wants, that God is mad at us in a way where he wants to punish us. He's not trying to punish you. He's trying to make you understand something. If he needs to hurt you in order for you to understand, that's what he's going to do. And look at everything that's happened in your life. Look at all the bad that you've done, all the bad that's been done to you understand that this comes from a place of love this comes from a place of we want you to be so uncomfortable that you don't have a choice but to change that you cannot continue doing what you're doing today so if this doesn't make sense to you right now you're not hurting enough and you know what it's probably going to get a lot worse before it gets better if you're at a point where you can't take it anymore you're you're hurting and you know that what you're doing right now needs to change embrace it don't run away from that don't run away from that pain don't don't do it 
sit in it, let it soak you. I try to understand what's what's going on with you. And this is what I did in church yesterday. I just broke down, completely broke down in church. There's a hundred there's multiple hundred people of people right there in the middle of a sermon. I'm just sitting there crying. And I did not run away from it. I did not try to make it go away. I embraced it. I just continued sitting there and I was just this is what needs to happen right now. I need to understand. And by the end I, I'm I'm telling you with the utmost modesty that it is top five best experience of my life. Top, I would probably even say top three. And that is just because I baited in it. I let it happen. So if you are feeling like you're in a, in a bad place right now, try, don't necessarily try to make sense of it. Just accept that it's happening and understand what you're supposed to learn from this. Because this is what happened to me 20 years ago. It happened again yesterday. If you pay attention, this happens to you all the time. There's always, God is always talking to you. He's always trying to make you realize things. It's just that we don't pay attention. We're too distracted. This is why I always recommend people to spend time by themselves. Instead of taking a vacation to go sit on a beach somewhere, take, rent a cottage in the middle of nowhere, leave your phone behind, and just go by yourself. Put you in a situation where you're going to get bored where there's nothing else to do, where you will remove all the distractions around you and see see what comes out of it. I guarantee you, you won't regret this. Thank you so very much, Nico. That was a great one. Thank you for your time and thank you for heeding to the core. Thank you so very much and God bless you. Thank you for so, the opportunity, brother. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's going to be the end of the show. Thank you so very much, Nikki. That was a great one. You know, I'm so sure and confident that anybody who is going through some stuff right now who feels I am condemned, just by listening to this podcast, I tell you, the Holy Spirit is going to transform their lives. He's going to open their eyes to their purposes, and they are going to see great reason to live for and keep at it just the same way you're doing. Thank you for your time, Nico. That was a great one. Thank you so very much. Good, goodbye. That was a great one, right? <laughs> I know, right? Thank you so very much for listening to that podcast. It means a whole lot to us. I must confess, it do means a whole lot to us. Okay, have a request to make. Yeah, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Can you drop a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts? That's going to make us know how we are blessing you. And that's going to make us understand how else we can improve to continually impact knowledge to you and others. Thank you so very much for listening and God bless you. Shalom.